Hello, and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show, coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is a conservative political and economic commentator, Michael Snyder. Our co-hosts today are Maricela Woodall and Mondo De La Vega. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, Here's your host, Ricky Baker. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the PTL Television Network and the Jim Baker Family Show. As you can tell today, Jim Baker and Lori Baker are not here. They're feeling slightly under the weather with kids going back to school at the know. time of year, yes. allergies, Being everything. Prayer for them. Yes. yes, everything seems to be kicking in around the same time. But I want to start the show off and encourage you. Some, maybe you're going through a physical sickness or maybe you're saying, you know what? Life has just been wearing down on me. Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you with this right here. 1 Peter 2, verse 24 says this. He himself bore our sins yes. on his body on the tree so that living or so that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness. Amen. By his wounds, you have been healed. This is a beautiful verse right here. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Amen. What a beautiful thing is that we give our lives to God and we no longer have to sit on the throne. We no longer have to be in control. We just have yes. to say, God, I give you the steering wheel. I give you the gas pedal and the brake pedal. You have full control of absolutely everything. You know, Mondo, we see many times in life, we say, Lord, I want to I give my life fully to you. I want you to have everything except maybe this one little area that I'm going to keep control of. But it's vital that we say, God, you can have absolutely everything. Absolutely. And I believe that it starts in knowing your why, knowing your purpose, mm -hmm. knowing your identity in Christ. And many people have lived their lives not understanding what their why is. It's a good word. Not understanding what their purpose is. And they get lost in the shuffle right. of life, even in ministry. Yes. One of the greatest advice I have ever heard in my life when I came into the ministry was one of the worst places to be and not know who you are in Christ is in church. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that are in church today and they attend church and they go to conferences. Yet, Ricky, they don't understand what the call of God is in their life. Yeah. Yes. The gifts that God has given them. But more importantly, they have not aligned themselves with the will of God. That's right. And that all comes through intimacy. Knowing your why comes through intimacy with the Father, intimacy yes, with the one who said, yes, these people are absolutely worth the sacrifice of my son. You are worth it. If you're watching today and you're saying, you know what, I feel like maybe I don't have a purpose anymore. Maybe my time has run out. I want to let you know right now, your time is not close to being over. The Lord is restoring your years. He's restoring your family. He's restoring generational wealth back into you. And that's just not physical wealth. That is spiritual yes. wealth. That is emotional wealth. That is the Lord saying, I want to honor you as you have honored me in your faithful walk. So brother and sister, continue to walk faithfully with the Lord. And I promise you, his faithfulness will show up every single yes, time. Amen. And that's the beauty of it, the faithfulness of the Lord. We've seen the faithfulness of the Lord here at the yes. PTL television network over and over. When the world says, hey, it's time for you guys to give up. It's time that's to right. go away. You know what? The Lord said, no, no, no. Watch my faithfulness. Yes. Yes. I mean, we're growing. Our network that's is it. expanding. Amen. We are continuing to push forward for the gospel's yeah. sake. And that's what this is all about. That's it's all it. about the gospel. Yeah. And you know, Ricky, what I love is you know, so many times when you have that faith, faith doesn't make sense. 
it's not natural. It's not normal. It's spiritual. Faith is a spiritual walk with the Lord of the things that are not, that have not happened, the things that are not seen. And so as we've walked through this faith, you know, you've watched every week, every day, our parents, Pastor Jim and Lori, they come onto the stage. We preach the gospel. We bring the guests and we keep doing what it is that God has called us to do That's through right. faith. That's you know, right. I was talking to someone today and I said, I think the world, whenever I've had moments and, you know, working with some of the vendors or different people that we work with behind the scenes, they're perplexed because they simply cannot understand how our ministry is sustaining, how, how we're still here. They said in the natural, it doesn't make sense. And every time after three years, I've learned that I said, you know, and I, and I communicate with them. I said, what you're watching is not natural. Amen. You're right. It's not natural. It's supernatural. It's the hand of God upon this ministry, allowing us by his grace, by his favor to continue to do what we have said yes to do. And so I just want to encourage someone who's watching out there right now is your circumstances in your life, you may, it may not be easy. And even as we sit here every single day, life in the ministry, we face trials. We face moments week by week, day by day, where it's truly us saying, Lord, we have to commit it all to you. We have to trust in you completely. We have to commit all of our, all of our ways to you, Lord. And every week the Lord meets us here and he allows us provision. He brings provision. He brings grace. He brings the favor of the Lord. And I want to encourage you because you might be walking the same path that we're walking, where you're saying, Lord, nothing makes sense in the natural. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, Lord. But the Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow. He says, focus, keep your eyes on me, keep your eyes fixed on me, and I will take care of you. As long as you continue to be obedient and say yes to God, then the Lord will meet you where you are. Amen. You know, there's a beautiful phrase that says, favor isn't fair. The Lord will yes. favor you because you have favored him day in and day Amen. out. And you know what? His faithfulness will continue to overwhelm you. We see in uh, Luke chapter 17, the apostles are saying, Lord, increase our faith. And when yes. he says, you know what? If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell to that mulberry tree, uproot yourself and plant yourself into the sea. And the Lord says, and it will be done. Amen. There's some things in your life, brother and sister, I am listening to the Lord right now. And he is wanting me to tell you, that you need to look at your circumstances and say, the Lord has told me to tell you it will be done yes. in Jesus' name. I want to add something to that because I want you to understand something. The scripture talks about faith without action is dead. Amen. Some reference in the Bible says faith without works is dead. But I like to focus on the action part because a lot of you have a faith in something, in someone, yet you're not putting action to it. Mm. then there's others that have the action for certain things but have no faith. It's a good word. But when you match both of them, it's like an unbelievable love affair that happens when faith and action come together because that means that God will meet you halfway, but you also have to meet God the other half. Amen. Yeah. And without you being there, you see, God has been waiting for you, yet Amen. you haven't showed up. Mm. I've watched this young lady right here put faith in action in a moment in time where crisis begin to hit over and over. And you watch this ministry in action, but you never saw the faith behind it. And the faith was the behind the scenes where you're fasting, you're praying, right. 
You're gathering the team. Faith without works is dead, the Bible talks about. Yet, when you find yourself in a crisis like America's finding itself in, where is the church? Where is the faith? And a lot of people are wondering, guys, where is the church in a time of need? The church is being woke. The church is entering into a place that we don't understand. Yet, God is waiting for the church to show up so faith can match that action. I believe that we have the faith. And God has the action. That's yes, right. Amen. That's right. We have to get away from a seeker-friendly message and just know that this, the Lord seeks to be intimate with you. You need to come in and repent and believe yes, the gospel. Lord. Repent sure. and believe the gospel. I'll say it one more time for you listening. Repent and believe the gospel. It's vital nowadays that we preach the full message. Yes, the Lord wants you to come in. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to have all good things. But brother and sister, you must repent and turn from your wicked ways. And you know what? I love the fact that we have the opportunity, Mondo, in a network like this, that we don't have to mince our words. We don't have to preach a user-friendly message for views, but that we have the PTL television network that says, you know what? If you have a message that is the full gospel, we want to promote it. Absolutely. And listen, right now, we want you to go to jimbakershow.com and go to the listings in your area where you can watch the PTL network But I want to welcome on behalf of our family, on behalf of all of our partners all over the world, Living Your Faith Network on DirecTV, channel 379, for welcoming the Jim Baker Show and the Voice of the Prophets that sit on this set, warning you about the times that we're in right now. And of course, our dear friends at Impact Network on channel 380, for standing with the Jim Baker Show and their action with our faith is allowing the gospel to bring the prophets into the forefront. People like Michael Snyder and people like Rick Joyner and Perry Stone, just to name a few, to be able to broadcast all over the world. But we want you to visit ptlnetwork.com, get the channel listings in your area. Better yet, if you own a Roku device, Mm -hmm. you can download the free free channel today for free. Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and better yet, you have no more excuse because everyone has a device (laughs) that you can watch on television or on demand the television programs that the PTL Network is broadcasting 24 hours a day, seven days a week at any time by downloading for free the free application of the PTL Network. So do it today. Visit us today at ptlnetwork.com. Get the channel listings for your area and join us as we proclaim the gospel around the world. That's right. It's your financial support. It's your prayer support that allows us to continue to broadcast and bring people like Michael Snyder. We have Michael Snyder here today. He is a conservative political and economic commentator He's an author and a former Washington, D.C. attorney. Michael Snyder, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. You know, you said something last time you were on the show, and you said, hey, I was a a former Washington, D.C. attorney, but don't hold that against me. (laughs) I love it. That's right. What was it like to work directly in the place in which the majority of Americans now are calling the swamp? Yeah, uh, it wasn't easy. You know, every day I would get up, go and, and get on the metro with hordes of others, you know, going into Washington, D.C. A lot of days you get on the metro and I was kind of, you know, uh, uh, toward that, uh, the end of the line. But by the time I even got on, 
it was so crowded there wasn't anywhere to sit so you're holding on to you know one of the railings and and uh, you know you're just packed in with masses amount of people and you go into work and you and you do your thing and and it was as meaningless work that i was doing and then you go home again and you're paying the mortgage but when you're in washington dc the spiritual atmosphere is so oppressive you know and i was right in the heart of washington dc i was right there at k street i was on my lunch break sometimes i would uh, you know walk past the white house that's how close i was and uh, but uh, I, I didn't really enjoy it. And like I said, the spiritual atmosphere, even in those days, I mean, there were this is uh, well over a decade ago, is so oppressive just because of the great evil uh, that is present there in Washington, D.C. Mm. Wow. We see every time you turn on the news, we seem to not be able to get away from the name Donald Trump. We see Donald Trump and, you know, with now the every single day more and more allegations coming at him. As we can see on the screen there, we have the mugshot that was taken of him. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of people, Mondo, and every time they say that looks like a man who is ready to come back and do business. But these accusations that led uh, former President Trump's legal actions, can you talk about the things that kind of are putting him, what would say people are trying to say, or excuse me, they're trying to put him behind bars for yeah, he's been indicted four times now. Uh, the first one, you know, we saw in New York, which was kind of ridiculous, where they said, okay, Trump, you made these payments to these women that you slept with to try to keep it quiet during the presidential election of 2016. And, and we're, we're saying you should have accounted for those as election-related uh, contributions to your campaign. Well, even the, the, the Federal Election Commission has said, no, no, those type of payments, hush money payments, do not need to be accounted for as campaign contributions. But that's when the, the whole basis for uh, essentially for this case in New York. So the case never should have been brought. It's ridiculous and, and it's absurd. Uh, but they're doing it anyway because that's what the new, the prosecutor in New York wants to do. And, and like I said before, when, when I've been on before, Prosecutors all over this country now just do whatever they feel like doing. But the other cases, the other times, three times now, Trump has been indicted. They're more serious. They're related to the election or January 6th. And they're, they're really trying to put Trump away uh, for the rest of his life. If he's convicted, he, he, he will be put behind bars for the remainder of his days. For the rest of his life, they want to personally destroy Donald Trump. Well, once again, the, these cases, if you look at them, they, they shouldn't really have been brought. Uh, but uh, like I said, prosecutors are, are going hog wild, doing whatever they want all over the country. And ultimately, if Trump is in front of liberal judges and liberal juries, well, these days, most judges just do, do whatever they want. I'm speaking as someone, even in my day when I was in law school, I quickly realized Judges all over the country, they literally do whatever they want. They decide what the outcome that they want in a particular case, and then they try to use the law to justify it in some way, shape, or form, but they, they basically do whatever they want. And then jury, if they get in front of a, a liberal jury that wants to get Trump, they'll get him. So uh, there's a very good chance if these cases go to trial uh, that Trump will be convicted and put behind bars. And then if Trump does not win the next election, well, then he doesn't have any hope of, of really being pardoned if Democrats win the next election. So what Trump is facing is very, very serious and is not because of any great legal theory that uh, or, or uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not because of, of, of that he should be in legal jeopardy, but it's because they want to get him and 
uh, they will get him if they get the opportunity. You're a man of the law. We want to know, and the question is being brought up all the time, are there any legal or even constitutional barriers that would prevent former President Donald Trump from running for president again in 2024? Well, there isn't. There isn't. Now the, the Democrats want to bring up that one clause in the Constitution, anyone that's been involved in an insurrection, and there probably will be a court case about that, but, but uh, Trump was not involved in an insurrection. Uh, and ultimately, if Trump is in any of the case, cases now where he's been indicted, if he's convicted, if he's put behind the bar, bars, if he's put in prison, that's not going to keep him from running. He will still be able to run for president. He could still win. And if he wins, well, if he wins and he's in prison, that's going to create some very interesting uh, quandaries. But uh, ultimately, I believe how it would be resolved is that he would be released from prison and allowed to serve as president of the United States. So it's not, if he were to actually be put in prison, would that affect the election much? I don't think so. In fact, it might actually help Trump in some uh, strange way. Hmm. Now I have a two-part question. The second part, if you are watching at home, you are not going to want to miss uh, Michael Snyder's answer. But the first part of this question is, what are the potential legal consequences if former President Trump is found guilty? Yeah, the, well, the legal consequences, if he's found guilty, is that he's going to go to prison, you know. Uh, you know, there, in, in multiple of these cases, I mean, Trump is advanced in age. So when really in any of these uh, four indictments, these the various cases that he's facing, he's potentially facing uh, time in prison uh, for many, many years, potentially decades. And at his age, it would be for the rest of his life. So they want to personally destroy him. They want to put him in prison for the, for the rest of his life. Ne he'll never get out. Uh, but like I said, that's not going to keep him from running. But if he runs and he doesn't win, he's probably going to prison for the rest of his life. I mean, that's what's at stake for Trump. So Trump had to run for president. People need to understand that. They're saying, well, couldn't Trump step aside and let someone else run? Well, Trump wasn't going to risk that. Because if, if, if Trump doesn't win, he's going to be in prison for the rest of his life. If he does win... Well, then he's going to serve as president. So it, he either wins big or he loses big and goes to prison for the rest of his life. Mm. Do you believe that we could see a civil war in uh, our land here in America? Do I believe there could be a civil war? Well, that's a very interesting question, Ricky. What I believe is uh, that no matter who wins, there's going to be big problems. 2024 is such an important uh, turning point. We talked about the eclipses the last time I was on. We've got uh, war looming, but the, the presidential election is coming up. And it's going to be the contentious, most chaotic presiden uh, presidential election in history, it, even more than what we've seen before. There's going to be so emotions are going to be running very, very high. And ultimately, if Trump is put in prison, yeah, that's going to cause a lot of unrest on the conservative side. But then, we, you know, but they'll think, oh, we could still win the election. The key part is going to be the election. Whoever wins the election, they're going to be very happy, but the other side's going to be absolutely furious. If the Democrats win, conservatives are going to go completely nuts. If, 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 but if Trump wins, I mean, the Democrats, the liberals, the left is going to have a temper tantrum like we've never seen before in the entire history of our nation. There would be massive violence, massive civil unrest. Uh, so if things are things are going to be really bad either way, and one side is going to be very tempted to be violent. One side is going to be very tempted to go completely nuts. Um, so no matter who wins, there's there, it's it, the nation's not going to settle down. There's going to be political contention, violence, civil unrest, 
And I've been talking about this for a year. The stage is being set for civil unrest on a scale that America has never set before. It's been prophesied for decades. I've been warning about it for years and years and years in my books and my articles. It's coming. And no, no matter what the outcome of the election is coming, there's going to be massive civil unrest in this country moving forward beyond the election. Mondo, it feels like we are living in the chapter of Matthew 24, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at the transcripts of news headlines, you are forced to bring your Bible out and turn over to Matthew 24 in order to understand the times that we're in right now. Yes. Because the civil unrest that is coming, it's showing signs when you get a headline like this. Let me read it to you. This is, by the way, this is from the Washington Post. And anytime a secular headline begins to use verbiage or language that is directed to biblical proportion type of uh, descriptions, you always have to pay attention to it. This is what I've learned. Yes. Listen to this. A shaken Washington copes with surging violence. This is not normal. But listen to this. Violent crimes has long been a part of Washington's life. The worst of it during the early 1990s when drug trafficking propelled the annual homicide toll to nearly 500 Mm. and D.C. earned an inglorious reputation. Watch this. And I quote, it's worse, it's worse in some ways like a wicked spirit is out there, end of quote. And that's the Washington Post saying that. And that is the Washington Post. Mm. So if the Washington Post is taking knowledge right. of the spirit behind the violence, why isn't the church calling it for what it is? That's right. Yes. Understand that what we're watching is the pretense of what Michael just gave us of a civil unrest coming. Yeah. We're watching civil unrest in California when you're having, you know, thousands, if, it feels like thousands of people going in by the masses and this disrupting the way of life of a lot of the vendors that have been pretty much the pillars of a community. I'm talking about liquor stores or even mega uh, stores that carry right. very valuable, yet it's being disrupted by civil unrest. Yeah. And the Bible mentions that. And why do we watch the Bible for the signs of the times? That's it's because right. the Bible has warned us about this, yet it seems like the church is staying silent in some of these issues, whether we like it or not, Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Amen. It- and if I can, you know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm listening to Michael and Ricky and you, Mondo. You know, we're talking about this discussion, and I feel like the Holy Spirit is just saying, and Michael, this is to you, you know, as part of our panel here. There's something when we talk about Trump. I know from a you know millennial generation in my group, most people they don't want to hear it. They say, oh, you know, that doesn't that doesn't impact my everyday life. But I believe for those, if you sit here and watch the show, as I listen to my mom and my dad, Pastor Jim and Lori, and many around here in our community, they say America has never, this is not the America that they grew up in. America has never done what they are doing, the wickedness of the leadership of the presidency, of taking out a a president, Mm -hmm. even our judicial system, we're watching it fall apart. So when we discuss what's taking place 
with President Trump. It's very important for us to understand we have to have spiritual eyes. We have to put That's our right. spiritual lenses That's on right. to really get to the center of what it is that we are talking about here. When you see an individual who has stood for life, who has given a place um, with, his, with his administration to bring prayer back into the Oval Office, he stood for the American people. He helped everyday people, whether you realize it or not, he helped the inner cities. He helped the minorities. So God just used him. God used this man, President Trump, and he obeyed and he had wisdom and brought advisors around him who he listened to. But I believe that as we see these events taking place, this is what I keep hearing the Holy Spirit say is put your spiritual lens on. Yes. Because as we read through Matthew 24, and Michael, I think I, I want you to speak into this more. The Bible is very clear that it says, one of the points is, then you will be, he's talking to the church, he's talking to his disciples. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated by all hated all over the world because you are my followers, because you stand for righteousness, because you stand for the unborn babies, because you stand for life. All of these things, these are things that an administration under President Trump stood for. And so, Michael, as we're watching these events, these are, there's something so much bigger than just President Trump. You know, we're looking at a judicial system that could potentially be unraveling right before our eyes. And that has an impact on every single American who's watching this broadcast right now. Can you can you speak to that? Yeah, yeah. And it's really an unequal administration of justice where they're going after Trump for whatever they can possibly come up with or imagine. But meanwhile, massive corruption with the Bidens, massive corruption in Congress you know, if, it, if, the, if our system of justice was going after all of our leaders for, for whatever they've done, Democrats, Republicans, and that there was an even-handed and fair administration of justice, well, we couldn't complain. But instead, all, every, all the other corrupt politicians, all the way up to Joe Biden and his son, and they're getting off, they're getting sweetheart deals, but that they're going after Trump, uh, you know, with, with both barrels. So it's an, an unequal administration of justice. And but then, you know, we see, you know, even with the, the January 6th prosecutions where people are getting sent away for years and years and years, and then violent criminals are basically getting a slap on the wrist of uh, shoplifters, you know, they get arrested, then they're put right back on the street. You know, so we've got violent crime, which is totally out of control all over the country. Let me give you a couple numbers from that article that uh, Mondo was just referring to from the Washington Post. Homicides are up 29% in Washington, D.C. so far this year, and robberies are up 67% in one year, just in one year. You know, right now, all over the country, as you all mentioned, we've got these ma, we've got that uh, shoplifting, thievery, out of control, looting has become a way of life. Every day, mobs of young people are storming into our retail stores, taking whatever they want and running out. Uh, it's called organized retail crime, going to cost retailers more than $100 billion this year alone. We've got open-air drug markets in our the streets of our major cities. You know, they're going after Trump, but they, they, these, these people, they won't go after the uh, open-air drug markets in New York City and Philadelphia. You got people wandering around like zombies 
on this drug called Shrank, where they combine fentanyl with a horse tranquilizer. They, they, they're walking around with open sores on their bodies, but they're so addicted to the drug, they don't care that their skin is literally rotting on their bodies. And they wander around like zombies when they get high, where they're just staggering. They don't even know what's happening to them. Uh, you know, and they're, they're, it, it, you know, it looks like something out of a third world uh, country. We've got homeless, homelessness is exploding. The Wall Street Journal has reported homelessness is exploding in this country this year more than has ever been recorded before. It's up this year uh, more than ever recorded before this year as the economy is starting to crumble, as, as the drug crisis escalates, the worst drug crisis in all of U.S. history. Right now, far worse than anything we went through uh, in the 80s or 90s. And it's so bad that now, you know, uh, uh, Zero Hedge has published an article talking about authorities in Wyoming, where they have such a problem with homeless people and drugs and everything that they, they're saying literally they're having to deal with, quote, third world country stuff in Wyoming, you know, because of, of this decay and the drugs and the homelessness that has even reached as far as Wyoming, guys. Wow. wow. Listen to, in that same article, I want to follow what Michael said. The number of juveniles arrested for carjacking has increased slightly since last year, with 41 of the 64 charged between the ages, listen to this, of 12 and 15 oh years old. Goodness. 12 years old. Wow. From 12 to 15 years old. Mm. I can relate to that. I was, you know, when I was living in, in the street life of gangbanging and, and the gangs, I was that kid. Wow. I was that 12-year-old. Mm -hmm. Yet, I can tell you that what made a difference was the leaders that we elect. Yes, that's right. It's not about Donald Trump, people. Get over the fact. And, and I believe you raised a powerful question there. Because a lot of Christian people can't get past that. They can't right. get past the name. They can't get past the, the headlines. But, Michael, I have to ask you this question because we have to bring it back to the Bible. Yes. What biblical principles can you share with us? that can guide us in selecting leaders in our nation through the election process? Yeah, Mondo, obviously one of the big things for Christians is abortion. You look back in ancient Israel, this is something that God condemned in ancient Israel, where they were taking their babies, their children, offering them to Molech. There was child sacrifice in the land of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in the land that was supposed to be the Holy Land that, that God had given his commandments, they were sacrificing their children to Moloch, they were child sacrifice. And today, uh, in America today, since Roe versus Wade has been decided, more than 60 million children have been slaughtered in this country. And because of that, the judgment of God is coming and, and red states, conservative states all over the nation have had an opportunity, uh, now that Roe versus Wade was struck down, they had an opportunity to repent and do what is right and ban abortion. But a lot of these states, they say, oh, okay, we're gonna pass pro-life le legislation, but we're gonna only ban abortion after 12 weeks. Are you kidding me? Because more than 90% all of all abortions happen before 12 weeks. So essentially you're legalizing almost all abortions and you're calling it an abortion ban. That's, that's absurd. But abortion is obviously one of the big things that should be important in 24. And any candidate that does not, uh, 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 support ending abortion in America is not acceptable. We've got gay marriage and the LGBTQ agenda, the, oh, the whole transgender thing. Any candidate that does not support ending gay marriage and is against the transgender 
uh, using the bathrooms and the whole agenda is not acceptable. You know, you've got dividing the land of Israel, and we should talk about this more on, on the next couple programs. But any candidate that is in favor of any plan whatsoever that would divide the land of Israel and give one inch of the land of Israel to someone else, that's not acceptable. These are red lines for Christians uh, that, that, that uh, you know, we, we should say, if you're in, not in line with these things, we cannot vote for you. Then we've got this crime against humanity, uh, which is being committed by our country and our government and our pharmaceutical companies all over the world. You know, we just had 9-11. A few thousand people died on 9-11. A couple, you know, the, the, the towers fell. Several thousand people died. But this crime against humanity that we are committing against the rest of the world has resulted in millions of people either being dead or severely uh, injured or disabled for the rest of their lives. And we keep supporting it. Almost all of our politicians keep supporting this crime against humanity that's on a scale. I don't even have the words to describe any politician that is in favor of that is not acceptable and should not be running for office. And then let me throw in one more issue that's so key, the war in Ukraine. Any candidate that's not in favor of finding a way to war end the war in Ukraine is not acceptable because if we stay on the path that we are on, it will lead to World War III, it will lead to nuclear conflict, and that will be the end of America. So Tucker Carlson understand this, uh, some other voices out there understand this, we must end this conflict in Ukraine because it's leading the United States and Russia to the unthinkable, and we do not want that. Mm, yes. Amen. amen. Thank you, Michael. Wow. I really want you to understand what Michael Snyder is saying. Brother and sister, it is no longer about our opinion. People will come and say, well, what is your opinion on this topic? What is your opinion on that topic? No more opinions. If it does not line up directly with the word of God, Amen. we as believers cannot support it. Amen. If it lines up with the word of God, we must support it at all costs. Yeah. It is vital more now than ever that Christians get in office, start running for office, and other Christians support them. Yes. Why? Because we, the church, are a direct temperature of our nation's gauge. I'm telling you right now, if you see a wicked nation, church, I'm telling you, we need to get on our faces mm -hmm. before the Lord, repent and cry out, yeah. God, God, please have mercy on our nation yeah. for our sake, for our children's sake, and for their children's sake. We need to repent and say, Lord, we have not been living the way we are supposed to. Mondo, we are called to be a bold people. Yes. Absolutely. And that comes with this method. We have to come back and pray for spiritual conviction. Yeah. Amen. If we don't start having conviction about the issues, not an opinion, I'm glad you said that, not an opinion, but a conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yes. We are called to be courageous. We are called to be, you know, mighty men and women of God. But with that comes conviction in the heart, conviction and in, in, in not opinions in the matter. And when you look at Christian television today, there's very few that have conviction to support Christian television. I want to ask you a question. Where is your conviction to support this program today? Amen. Have you had conviction lately about supporting? You've been watching for a long time, yet where is the conviction to become a monthly partner and stand with us to help us get the word out there? Amen. Amen. You're asking us to keep going, to keep going, but without conviction and, and standing with us, we can't go any further than what you can help us with. Amen. We need your support today. More than any other time, voices like Michael Snyder, Jim Baker, Rick Joyner, just to name a few that were tell you the truth about what the Bible says about 
the conviction of this nation, yes. the conviction of what a man and a woman is, the conviction of what a family nuclear unit is, the conviction of what the church is supposed to be, the conviction of the message of the gospel of Jesus Amen. Christ Amen, without brother. being shy or being woke. I want to tell you something. Pray that the conviction, as you watch this program, to say, God, I want to help that ministry today. Yes. I want to help those young people that are, you know, standing on the gap for their mom and dad in order to continue to move the message to go forward. Will you pray about having a spiritual conviction to help us and stand with us every single month? Yes. Listen, if you can do it for a dollar a day, that's $30 a month. Wouldn't that be something to be able to change the world with just $30 a month? All Amen. of us come together. And there's those that can do $50 a month. Maybe you can do $100. Whatever the amount that God can convict you with, pray about it. Stand with us and understand that today we need your help. Call that number today. 1-888-988-1588. Or visit us at jimbakershow.com and make the decision today that you will stand with us to help us proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. That's right. And you're standing with us, but you're also standing with the ministries that we help fund, like Lori's House. Yes. Something that goes to ensure that babies can have the opportunity to be born. And Mondo, I've heard this argument many, many times where people are saying, you know what, but you are male, you don't have a uterus, you can't speak on the topic of abortion. But where was the same outrage whenever the all-male judges ruled Roe v. Wade? Right. Where was the outrage? Why can they speak on the issue of abortion? I will tell you right now, there's a, a skew in your thinking if you believe that yeah. because I don't have a uterus, I cannot speak on the topic of abortion because these are biblical things we yes. are talking about. Amen. I'm telling you, life is life. We see a separate DNA with a separate calling from God that deserves to have, to have the opportunity to have a separate life. I'm thinking right now, friends, we do not support full-term abortion. Why? Because the scriptures don't support it. We don't support abortion after the second trimester. Why? Because the scriptures don't support it. We do not support abortion after a heartbeat. Why? Because the scriptures Amen. do not Thank support you, it. Jesus. And believers, it is time that we become bold in our faith and say, we will not take another step backwards. The Lord is coming soon. We cannot afford to digress at all. We must advance forward for the gospel. I love this in the Bible. It says that we should not love our lives even to the point of death. That's right. Brother and sister, we are coming to a day where I believe martyrdom is just right around the corner. And people don't want to hear something like that. But are you willing to say, Lord, in this vapor that is a life, I am willing to give it all, even to the point of my life, to support, yes, the church, but to also say, I will not have my hand with blood on it of unborn children. Amen. Ricky, I want to give you a praise report because as we're talking, I'm getting reports that Juanita is donating $50 as President Club member. Amen. Warren, James, Oliver, uh, Jeffrey, Pat, William, Janet, Donald, and Grace, thank you for your support yes. of $50 and more as President members every single month. And I got to give you just one more. Please. Susan is doing $30 and more every single month. Laura, William, thank you so much. Kim, Betty, James and Candace, Stephen Joy, which is Stephen Joy Strang. They do a donation every single month. Oh, wow. John and Anita, Lee Crawford, Susan, thank you for standing yes, with amen. us. And if thank you want to be a part of this list, I mean, the list is, continues to go on. 
Call the number right now, 1-888-988-1588, and join us every single month to become a monthly partner, just like Susan and Laura and William have done to help us continue to preach the gospel. Amen. Michael Snyder, how important is it that we, in these days, continue to prepare for what is happening Well, uh, Ricky, you know, the Jim Baker show, you all, myself, we've been warning people for a long time to get prepared. Uh, But now, 2024 and moving forward, I mean, now it's go time. It's now time. These things are already starting to happen, and uh, we're starting to see a great acceleration of events. Uh, So in in the short term now, people say, oh, Michael, you know, I hear the things you're warning about, the others are warning about. I want to move across the country to somewhere safe. I want to get out of the big city. Well, now it's a whole lot harder than it was before because interest rates have gone up so high and and housing prices have gone up. Interest rates have gone up. Housing is now more uh, expensive and unaffordable than it's ever been in recorded U.S. history. So now if you want to pick up and relocate to another part of the country, it's so much more expensive than before. You can still do it, but it's going to cost you a lot more money than if you would have listened to us initially or storing up food. Food is a whole lot more expensive now because inflation's out of control all, and, and it's and global supplies of food are getting tighter and tighter and tighter. So food prices have gone up. So now you're saying, oh, now I didn't listen to you before. I'm going to listen to you now. And you want to go to the store and you want to get a whole bunch of food. Well, now you fill up your cart with food. It's going to cost you $300, you know, when you could have done it uh, for $150 a, a number of years ago. Or if you want to order food from the Jim Baker show or, or somewhere else for some of the emergency food, it's going to cost you more because food costs have gone up a lot. So it's a lot harder to prepare now. You can still do it, and time is short. People need to be doing it because years ahead are going to be harder than people can possibly imagine because everything is coming together, all the things, all the signs of the end times. We are in the end times, and things are going to escalate greatly. 2024 is going to be such a turning point, and, and things are going to start moving very, very rapidly now. That's right, and we see food shortages in the supermarkets. Uh, these are a major concern due to various factors, including supply chain distribution, extreme weather events, and economic conditions. Michael, can you talk about this? Because whenever an event happens, like you said, it's too. once the hurricane hits, it's too late. Once the home is being swept away, it's too late. Why is it so vital that we ensure the church body is prepared during these catastrophic natural and supernatural events? Yeah, Ricky. Uh you know, we've been warning about this for a long time now, uh, but the famine the in Matthew 24 says famine is coming, right? Famine has already begun. Last year, the UN says last year, 2.4 billion people didn't have enough to eat and 900 million of them, 900 million were facing severe food ins- insecurity. They're saying global hunger is exploding. Now, that's happening in the poor countries, the other side of the world. Now, I warned, I've been warning that as this famine starts to build, we're not going to see people starve in the United States initially. How it's going to manifest initially in the United States and wealthy countries is food prices are going to go up, and they have gone up a lot, okay? That's the early stages of what we're facing here. Now, eventually, down the road, we get deep into the end times, there will be famine in the United States eventually, not yet. Not today, not next week, not next month. It's not here yet. Right now, we're dealing with higher prices, much higher prices, painfully higher prices, 
for the 61% of the country that's living paycheck to paycheck every month. But on the other side of the world, people are dropping dead from starvation today, right now, this hour, because they don't have enough food, because food supplies. India has banned exports of certain types of rice. The grain deal between Ukraine and Russia has broken down. That's causing big problems in terms of getting grains from the, the those key breadbaskets, Ukraine and Russia. You know, other you know global weather patterns have gone crazy. Crops are failing. There's this perfect storm affecting the global food supply. And so hunger is here. It's exploding around the world. The famine mentioned in Matthew 24, it's already started and it's going to escalate as we move forward. Mm. You mentioned Russia, and I want to talk to you about that, but I want to say to our partners watching right now, there is not uh, one day anymore. It's two day. It is time to get prepared, brother yeah. and sisters. So call that number. And I would even branch out to say this. If you're saying, you know what, I want to get food, but I'm going to get it from another avenue, I would even say, please go out and do that. Yeah. Uh, purchasing it from us supports the ministry, but do whatever you have to do to prepare yourself. We're not saying we're the only food distributor out there. I'm saying the Lord wants you to be prepared. Yeah. So go whatever it is that you need to do. Please, we are begging you to go and do that. Michael, we have seen Russia. You just brought up Russia. They're making an alliance between Iran, North Korea, and Turkey. Now, what message is Russia trying to send to the world leaders? Well, we're seeing a division of the world, really, between the Western powers, the United States and uh, Europe, and then the, kind of the rest of the world. We're, we're seeing the BRICS come together, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and we just saw Saudi Arabia join that alliance. Other countries want to come in and join that alliance. And so we're seeing kind of an economic alliance on that side, and that's kind of dividing the world economically, and that has implications for the U.S. dollar. But beyond that, we're starting to see military alliances. Russia and Iran have gotten closer. In fact, Iran is making drones for the for the conflict in, in Ukraine there. Uh, but then beyond that, uh, you know, I am very closely watching and we just saw a report in the news where Russia and uh, China are holding these joint naval exercises and, and Russia saying, hey, we should add in North Korea to that group, you know, and, and let them come and participate in these exercises. And that's very, very alarming because what we're seeing is the alliances for the three wars of the apocalypse that I keep talking about. Ultimately, and you talked, you mentioned Iran there, there's gonna be conflict between Iran and Israel and the US is, is gonna be involved at some point. So that's one of the three wars of the apocalypse that we're watching. But we're also watching for the United States to have a war with Russia and the United States to have a war with China. And ultimately down the road, we're gonna end up being in conflict with Russia and China at the same time. And so now, and, and that was unthinkable. You go a decade ago, if, if I said that, and I was warning about these things a decade ago, by the way, but people thought that's nuts, that's crazy, never gonna happen. But now in our headlines, we see, oh, we're in this proxy war with Russia and Ukraine and that keeps escalating and we're getting to a very dangerous point there. And now in the headlines, Nikki Haley just came out and said, China's our enemy. We gotta prepare for a war with China. You know, everyone's talking about a looming war with China. And eventually down the road, because of the Joe Biden and the warmongers and the Biden administration, we're driving China and Russia together because we keep provoking and alienating both of them, pushing both of them away, provoking them. We just sent a whole bunch of a giant arms package to Taiwan, and that provoked China some more. China's very upset about that. So we're driving China toward Russia. And so China and Russia are becoming aligned. And the exact alliances that I've been warning about, that the men and women of God have been warning about, 
for decades are coming to pass right in our time, right in time for 2024, 2025. It's happening right now along with all, all the other pieces of the end times, but the church is asleep. The church isn't even talking about these things and it greatly, greatly frustrates me. Wow, you brought up Israel. How does yes. Iran's alliance with Russia impact Israel's security landscape? Yeah, well, it, it, it's very alarming. Uh, but ultimately, I don't believe that Russia is going to be involved in this war with Iran and Israel. I believe, but it, it gives Iran support. It gives Iran international support. But the things with Iran and Israel continue to get even more tense. Um, uh, meanwhile, there's there's a, a peace agreement with Saudi Arabia and Israel, and we can talk about that. Uh, you know, hopefully, maybe on on the next show. Uh, but. I, I, the things with Iran and Israel are coming to a head, and Iran's nuclear program is just about at the point where they can develop, create their own nuclear weapons, and Israel said, we're never going to allow that to happen. But at some point, this thing is going to explode, and Iran, the, along with Hezbollah, Syria, Hamas in the south, you know, this thing could get really, really ugly. There will be conflict, and it, and it will be a very, very bloody, uh, very bloody war. Michael, what is the truth? behind America's leaders concerning Israel. And is there talk behind the scenes to divide the land of Israel before this next election? Well, there is, there is, Ricky. And, and a lot of people don't realize what's going on because as we saw with the other Abraham Accords, okay? Netanyahu's developed this philosophy of, we're not gonna tell the public what we're doing. We're not gonna get headlines all over the world where everyone gets all upset about what we're talking about in negotiations. We're gonna talk in secret and when there's finally an agreement, we're gonna come out and announcement and announce it to the world. And so we've seen this with the other Abraham Accords where they negotiated in secret then they came out and said, hey, we have an agreement and then everyone's surprised, okay? Now, right now we know that Israel and Saudi Arabia are talking. There's negotiations going on and they're being brokered by the Biden administration, okay? So we know these talks are going on, but we're not gonna know what the, the details of the deal until it's finally announced. But what we do know, and it's been reported in the mainstream media, that the Biden administration has told Israel there's going to be no deal with Saudi Arabia unless you make major concessions to the Palestinians. And the Saudi Arabia has made this very clear as well. Now, instead of saying no, Benjamin Netanyahu is, has come out in the, in the press and saying, hey, we're not gonna tell you everything that's going on, but we're on, the, we're on the verge of making history. We're gonna do something really special. We're at a major turning point in terms of uh, Israel's history. So that sounds like a man that is not gonna make a small deal, but that something really big is in the works. So what could that be? What could major concessions regarding the Palestinians look like? Well, we know it's not gonna be an independent Palestinian state. Netanyahu would never agree to it. And if he did agree to an independent Palestinian state, his government would crumble. However, there is another plan, which virtually no one in the Western world knows about or is talking about. It was first proposed in, in uh, uh, 2022 by a very close confidant of Mohammed bin uh, 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 Salman, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, de facto head of Saudi Arabia uh, right now. But this, uh, the, the, the man who created this uh, uh, plan is named Ali Shihabi. He's very, very prominent uh, in Saudi Arabia. Okay. And like I said, he's very close confident of Mohammed bin Salman. 
okay? And what this plan would entail, and he set this forth in a newspaper article in Saudi Arabia in 2022, uh, it would not involve an independent Palestinian state. Instead, what it would do is it would merge the Palestinian territories in the West Bank and, the, and Gaza into the nation of Jordan, and it would be called the Hashemite Kingdom of Palestine. And so you'd have this new political entity of Jordan, the West Bank, and Gaza. And this is the uh, 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 deal, the plan for the Palestinians that's favored by Saudi Arabia. And this is something that's being discussed, and this is something that's being proposed to Israel. Now, we don't know if Israel will accept this, but earlier this year in June, there was an editorial in the Times of Israel in which this exact plan was put forward to the people of Israel, and it was promoted, it was floated to the people of Israel as something that should be done. And, uh, and in fact, the exact, uh, the exact plan and the exact article that was originally uh, uh, published by Ali Shihabi was referenced in that article and floated to the people of Israel saying, hey, we should consider this. Now, obviously, as Christians, we're totally against anything like this because it would divide the land of Israel. So we're totally against it. However, over in Israel, Netanyahu and his government are looking at this and saying, hey, if we don't make a deal, then the, then the left is, might get in in the next elections and they might make a deal that we don't like and they, because they know a deal is coming one way or another. So we want to be the ones to make the deal. And so to us, a Palestinian state is not acceptable. And they're, one of the big things is they're concerned, hey, if there's an independent Palestinian state, it's going to be a haven for terrorists. It's going to be filled with people that don't like it. They're going to be armed and they're going to attack us. But if you put the Palestinians under the umbrella of Jordan, all of a sudden those security risks are mitigated, where all of a sudden Jordan keeps them under control because there's been peace between Israel and Jordan for decades. And all of a sudden, if you demilitarize the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, Jordan is in control. Well, the Netanyahu government says there's a chance for peace. So it might be acceptable to the Netanyahu government. Saudi Arabia likes this plan. It's being promoted to the Palestinians. The Biden administration could go for this. So this might be the plan. We don't know what the final deal is going to be, but this might be the plan which could divide the land of Israel, and virtually no one in the Western world knows about it. Wow. wow. Mario, you want to know one of the reasons I love Michael Snyder is because he doesn't mince his words. He is yeah. very knowledgeable, and he always yes. brings it back to the importance of the Word of God. Michael Snyder, we want to thank you for being on the Jim Baker yes, Show today, amen. the PTL Television Network. Thank you so much, brother. Mondo, how is it that people can deny the fact that we're living in biblical times? I don't understand it, but what Michael just finished the program with, it is so prophetic, and yes. I believe that's one of the major things to watch develop in the next few weeks, in the next few months. Whatever determines the mm -hmm. decisions for Israel, that's it. We better watch America. Mm -hmm. America's at a tipping point that can go either south or we can go up north, meaning we can align with God's will because when you listen to the word in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, I will bless those who bless you, talking about Israel, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Amen. If they continue to push Israel to a two-state solution, you better watch what happens to America next. That's right. Stay tuned. Stay in tune with what God is saying through his prophets, through his people, through his word. 
understand that we are living in those perilous times that the Bible warned us about, and we must keep watch. Yeah, that's right. This Amen. program has been called to be a watchman on the wall for this hour, for this moment. But I got to remind you, we cannot do this by ourselves. That's right. We need your help. We need your support. More than ever, it is so critical and so vital that we must stand together in this hour. Yes. I'm pleading with you. I'm asking you for you to pray for God to convict you in your heart, to move your soul, to become a monthly partner with us this month. Yes, yes, amen. That's right. And Mondo, as you see, I do want to let our partners know on the screen, you've been seeing a new way of giving through our website is now available through Tithely. And so you can also go to our website, jimbakershow.com, click on the donate button. And what I love about our new programs that we've been able to um, roll out for our partners is it makes your giving easy. Yes. And so you're able to do $10 a month, $30 a month, 50, whatever it is, even $5 a month, whatever it is that you can do to help support this ministry, help support Lori's house, help support the outreaches of the ministry here at Morningside and the Jim Baker Show, the PTL television network with the voice of the prophets. Go on our website, jimbakershow.com. There's now an easy way to give where you have control on how to give each month, what day it is that you would like to give. And so we hope Amen. that you go there on our website. Check that out. Also check out our affiliate programs as well. Check out the different offers that we have. Like Ricky said, we have food, we have generators, so many different preparedness ways for you to get started to help you and your family. That's right. And make sure that you are right with the Lord. If Amen. you don't know the Lord, yes. today is that day that you need to ensure you know him. Ask him to sit on the throne of your heart. Say, Lord, I want you to come in. I understand that you set your son as a sacrifice. I believe that he rose from the dead. I believe that he sits on the right hand. I believe that he sits on the throne at your right hand, and I believe that he is coming back. Please, 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 there's nothing more important than your salvation. Make sure that you are in right standing with God, because one day you'll have to stand before him, and you want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you for standing with the PTL Television Network and with the Jim Baker Show. And as Pastor Jim always says, and there's never a day it's not true, God loves you. He really does. Amen. Lori, in my mission, is to fulfill the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every person. I want to thank you for standing with us and for your support. To hear more about the last day's events, go to watchjimbakershow.com. Remember, God loves you. He really does.